WJJ Richmond, W267CB Richmond. Thank you for listening. Here's your AccuWeather forecast on Rejoice 101.3. Patchy fog early today, otherwise clouds giving way to some sunshine. High today, 85, then becoming mainly cleared this evening, low tonight, 69. Tomorrow we'll have sunshine and patchy clouds, high on Monday, 89. Then a humid day Tuesday with sunshine and patchy clouds and a high of 91. For AccuWeather on Rejoice 101.3, I'm Holly Holdren. If anyone asks, you're listening to Rejoice, WREJ, Richmond, 101.3 FM, 990 AM. Hi, this is Tammy Mobley. I am a survivor of domestic violence. My personal mission is to educate and inform people about the red flags in an unhealthy relationship and the effects of domestic violence. This show, we will also talk about life challenges, incarceration, health scares, factors of racism, and much more. Let's start surviving today. Welcome to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. Today's show is Youth Month. Again, the month of August, we are celebrating the voices of youth. I'm your host, Tammy Mobley, domestic violence survivor and advocate, relationship empowerment coach. We have in studio today, Arnasia Russell, who's a criminal justice major at VSU with a minor in political science. And my co-host, again, is David Lomax, a rising senior at Elsie Bird High School. Stay tuned right after this commercial break so you can meet our um, guests for today. Hi, I'm Mama Shells of Mama Shells Cafe, home of the Soul Rolls, located at 10811 Hall Street Road. Give us a call at 804-912-1644 or order online at mamashells.com. Ask us about our off-site catering options. We also offer online ordering through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Follow us on social media at Mama Shells Cafe. That's Mama Shells. We're Seoul, south of the James. Welcome back to Beyond Survivor with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. Once again, August is Youth Month, and we will be recognizing, empowering, and supporting our youth and raising youth voices. In studio again is my co-host, David Lomax. So welcome again back another Sunday. David, introduce yourself to our listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Excuse me. My name is David Lomax. I'm a rising senior at Elsie Bird High School. I post music-related content on my YouTube channels. I'm a believer, and I've got big dreams. Thank you for being here again. And our guest today is Arnasia Russell. Thank you for being a guest on the show today. Arnasia, introduce yourself. My name is Arnasia Russell. I'm a criminal justice major at Virginia State University with a 4.0 GPA, and I am a rising senior. Thank you. I love it. 4.0. I like that you put that in there, right? Good job. Good job, Arnasia. So once again, it's Youth Month. So most, mostly David will be asking all the um, questions for you today. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to turn real quick just to say good morning. Good morning to everyone that is tuning in and turning over to David to go ahead and begin your interview. All right. Well, good morning. Uh, first thing I'd like to ask you, uh, what was your fondest memory of your mom? Uh, my fondest memory of my mom would be a deep memory. It would be basically, I I was hit by a car when I was nine years old. And my fondest memory would be like my mom was consistently coming to the hospital to be with me like every day. 
even though she was a mother of four, she made sure she was there. So that would be my fondest memory. That's awesome. How are you and your siblings doing now? We're good. We're good. That's awesome. What kind of cancer did your mother have? Mom had cervical cancer. What was that like for her? Traumatizing. Right now, how are you managing taking care of your siblings and being a college student? Patience. Patience. I feel like that's the key to everything. Like, I feel like when you know your reasons, it, like, helps you move a little faster and don't give up. So it's like they're my reasons. It might be, like, stressful, but, like, patience, like, keep me going. All right, that's awesome. Uh, Do you have any other family members you can count on for support? No, not really. No? No. How many younger siblings do you have? You said three? Yeah, I have three younger siblings. How old are they? My sister that lives with me that I have guardianship of, she's 16. My little brother that I have guardianship of, he's 13. And my sister that, like, is very independent as me, she's 19. You're you're the one who typically has to take them everywhere, or do they get rides with other people? I'm transportation. Gotcha. My sister has a car, but mostly me. Okay. Do you think you ever truly grieve from the loss of your mother? No. I don't feel like I have time. I um spoke with, like, counseling, and I'm trying to get into that process. But I feel like everything happened so fast. Like, I got sent home from school my sophomore year after COVID, and I immediately, like, started taking care of my mom. I didn't even know it, like, progressed that fast. So it was, like, an eye-opener to me. So when it happened, it just happened quick. So, Yeah. So that sounds like a quick shift for you. Do you think your younger siblings understood what was going on? No. No? Do you think they know now? I think they know now. I think it's more of hard to accept, you know? Right. I felt like at a young age, you don't process the fact that you lost your mom. Like, I always say, if I could trade my t- my 19 years that I had with my mom with them, I would. Because, you know, they're very young. I can only imagine what they don't know what's going on. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. I think it's awesome that you stepped up to take care of your younger siblings. Um, has there been a time when you had to choose between prioritizing you and your profession and your college career versus your younger siblings? Yes. There's been just one single time. And that's before I got my first car. And I had I was catching a bus to Walmart and stuff. But I was telling my stepdad, I'm like, this is not going to work. Me managing school, then having to be at the bus stop one time. And he's like, how much money you say got saved up? I told him. And then I had a car, a car the next day. So I feel like that was the only barrier between me, like, finishing, like, my, like in my career and, like, taking care of myself. Right. What are your plans after college? So um, recently I had an internship for the Richmond Public Defender's Office, and they ended up hiring me. So I was working and interning at the same time. However, I still have been studying for law school. So I've been studying my LSAT consistently, and I plan to take it August 17th this month. So, yeah. Good luck with that. Thank you. Um, What's kept you motivated? My siblings. Your siblings? My mom. Hmm. Uh, How's your college experience been? Great, if you ask me. I feel like it took a lot away from me because of COVID. But as far as academically, like, I've always been on it. Like, I was taking care of my mom. I still finish with straight A's. Like, I'm on the dean list, the dean's list. I still have straight A's. Ever since I've been in college, I've been getting straight A's. That's awesome. How'd you end up at VSU? 
I always wanted to go to an HBCU. I don't know. But my coach, because I ran track in um, high school, he was like, you've been going to, like, HBCU schools all your life. Try to go to a PWI. But I just feel like that foundation, that's where I got it from. So I just, DSU, I applied for, like, Hampton University, Virginia State University, but Virginia State was, like, my number one. So when I got accepted and they offered me more grants than loans, it was, like, perfect. You said you were running track in high school. Did you continue that? No. No? Well, how's balancing everything else been? Good. I've been okay. I feel like sometimes it's a little stumble because, like I said, I am preparing for my LSAT. And my siblings start school on the 24th, which is a date after I start my senior year. So I'm trying to... I, luckily... I already had the mindset to make sure that they have everything they need before I start school. Because I thought they were starting in September. Right. But basically, I went to their schools, in both of their schools in one day. Then I had went to the jail, like, through my job and stuff like that. But I did all that in one day and found out that they go on the 24th. So it's like I had already ordered their shoes, all of their clothes. I got their book bags, their supplies. So I'm, I'm glad that I put that in, like, an order because... We're, we go to school on the same day. Right. A lot of people weren't expecting that change for um, school days to start. Yeah. Right. Thank you, David. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. This is Youth Month, and we're recognizing, empowering, and supporting the voices of youth. Our in-studio guest today is Arnasia Russell, who have lost her mother last year to, um, in 2020 to cancer. So our condolences to you. Thank you for being here. You're being extremely strong. So thank you for being here. Our co-host, our guest co-host is David Lomax. I'm going to turn real quick to our board. Um, Clarence Mobley says, wow, what a great GPA. Um, and there's some other questions in here, but I did want to... Um, ask you because it said you said you have a GPA of 4.0 you remain um straight A you did not have a support system so how are you doing mentally mentally I feel like I'm doing okay I just feel like I'm challenged like I just have to accept the fact that it's not that I don't have the support I rather just not use it because my family isn't really like they don't have like a good like reason like good intentions hmm. it's always if i do something for you i want it back in return and you know i feel like us losing our mom so heavy on us we don't have time to be in the process of asking for stuff to give it back to you it has to be genuine and my family isn't genuine so to continue to be positive for my siblings i feel like having them as support isn't necessary I'm sorry to hear that. It's unfortunate because you lost your mother at a very young age. And um, as David was saying, your siblings were very young as well. Can you walk us through that process? Because I can't even imagine. I know I'm older to have to walk through the process. I had to bury my father like a year ago and just knowing the steps that I had to take. So without support, how were you able to do that and navigate through the funeral arrangements and everything? So my stepdad, which was my mom's boyfriend, he's very involved. He paid for everything. We didn't get up. We didn't have a funeral. My mom was cremated. And we had like a little a celebration because we didn't want to, we didn't want, my family isn't really, wasn't, wasn't never like really involved. We didn't want a lot of, you know, fake reactions there. So we just had a celebration rather than honor. So, something like a funeral, but more of a ce celebration, like without the tears, 
more of pictures of my mom, more balloons, more like we had a food gathering, music. It was more of a celebration rather than the depressed, like the depressing stuff. We wanted to basically like celebrate her life. Did she already have um, arrangements made? No, so you had to do everything? Yeah, everything happened fast. But like I said, my stepdad, he took care of majority of that part. Yeah. Okay. So with cervical cancer, is it um, genetics? Do you did any kind of testing to see if you or your siblings, you have, your siblings are girls or? Um, one girl, or, one, two girls and one boy. Two girls. Okay. So is there any kind of genetic testing that you have to go through to make sure that you do not have um, any traces of the cancer for you, either you or your sisters? I believe that is a process that we are going to take. We've been talking about it because my grandmother had cancer, but not cervical. Cervical was something new. Um, so just to be on the safe side, I feel like eventually we are because my mom was very young. My mom was 37. So that is very young. Very young. So, yeah, I feel like we're going to take that step very soon. And how old are you now, Arnasia? I'm 20. Ready to be 21 next month. So you're 20 years old and your mom died at 19 years old. I mean, when you were 19 years old, you took over. Um, being the parental figure for your siblings, take us through a day as a mom, like you're, as a step-in mom right now with teenagers. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I study for my LSAT because I wake up so early because they don't have inside voice. Mm-hmm. Once they wake up, it's like over. Like, what y'all need before I go? Because like I said, I got hired by the Richmond Public Defender's Office, so I got to be in office by 8.30. So what do y'all need before I go? Then I'll leave, go, I'll come back at 5. I'll call them, like, while I'm at work. But most of the time, either my siblings, my sister, she she does hair. So she might have a hair appointment. My little brother, he plays the game. But he get paid off the game, so he just play the game. But as far as getting them back on their school schedule, I feel like they're very rejecting because they cannot believe it's coming so fast. Like, they were going to public school, so they're used to starting in September. But now that they're starting a week early, it's like, wow, this changed. So it's, it was a little push, but I feel like as of today, they kind of understand, like, well, at least we get out early. So they're a happy. How was COVID for you? COVID was hard. I, I don't want to say as far as, like, getting affected with it, but COVID hit on my sophomore year in college, so I got sent home. My mom didn't tell. My mom beat cancer. She, she beat cancer in December of 2019 it came back in 2020 mm-hmm. she didn't tell me though she didn't want it to overwhelm me in school so when i did come home because of covid it was like wow but automatically i stepped up and was that person that took care of my mom um like i took my mom to all her hospital appointments like my mom sometimes she'll have to like get like food like blood or something or chemotherapy, like I was staying there, sleeping there in the room with her. I was like, definitely that primary person. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and turn to the board. Um, how long was your mom dealing with cervical cancer? Like I said, it started in 2019, um, but she read it in December. I want to say probably in May of 2019 she found out. No, it had. It was my senior year that she found out. Um. I have great morning. Uh, what are things you had to do to take care of your mom and siblings? And you did um, say that. Um, Dr. V, good for you for being organized. What a blessing you are to your siblings. You are. So have you, 
you haven't engaged in counseling, your siblings haven't engaged in counseling, any kind of grief counseling? No, not really. Um, they were going through, I, I paid for counselors for my brother and my sister through their virtual schooling. I don't know how well it affected them. So I am going to apply for more counseling as they go through these school years. As far as me, I would say no. Um, I really haven't had the time. I've been looking at some because I just know it is something that needs to happen soon. But like I said, everything just happens so fast. And I feel like, you know, sometimes it, I feel like if I break, then who's going to be there for them, you know? So I feel like if I break, it's not like the right time. Yeah, I would really encourage you to take care of you, practice self-care, because you are doing a lot, um, taking care of your siblings. You just lost your mom. You're studying for the LSAT. That is a lot. When do you find time for Arnasia? On the weekend, I just chill. Sometimes I go get my nails done. Sometimes I just chill. I go get a massage. Something. Something to do for myself. Yeah, do it. Okay, David, I'm going to see if you have any other questions for our guests. Well, I want to ask, how'd you end up pursuing criminal justice? I always had, like, the passion to defend people, like, speak for people who don't have a voice to speak for themselves. So I've always been, like, like against bullying, and I always stood up for people. So I feel like defending people was my passion. So that's what I did. Did you ever have any other options, or was that just always in the forefront of your mind? That was in the forefront of my mind. My grandmother, um, she actually has this, like, Back then in the day, y'all know like the, I don't know what, it, what you call it. Like you put it on the board and the light reflect. All the board teachers use it like a. A projector? Yeah. So my teacher made all the students stand in front of the projector and trace our like, like our torso and our head. Mm-hmm. And basically she put what we wanted to be under it. I wanted to be a lawyer. I had to be like eight years old. But my grandma actually still has that picture. Like put it on her wall. So if I go over there and talk to her, she'll be just like, you know, you were eight years old when you. You made your mind up. And I just feel like sometimes it starts early for people. It started early for me. All right. That's amazing. What kind of law do you want to study? I want to be a defense attorney. Defense attorney? Okay. All right. So I know there's other things that you're doing besides it. Like you have a lot (laughs) going on. You have your own business that is dedicated to your mom. Could you share a little bit about that? So in the year of 2020, I started my Tate Jewels business. Um, I got my business license in May, and I just wanted to customize jewelry because in, like, 2019, that Christmas, I did give my mom a gift to her with, like, customized jewelry. All of our pictures were in it. And she was just, like, so amazed, like, Nay, how did you do that? So I'm like, okay. So I know that's something that she loves. So when I started it, that's what pushed me. Like, I know this made my mom smile, so let's put a smile on other people's faces. And people send me videos of, like, their moms crying after they give the gift. So I feel like I like to touch people in their lives. What's the name of your business? Tay Jewels. Tay Jewels. Uh, and how could they reach you if they wanted something like that? Instagram is T-A-E underscore J-E-W-L-Z. And I also have a Facebook that is T-A-E space J-E-W-L-Z. And you have something on your necklace. Is that one of your pieces that you made? Could you tell us about it? Yeah, so this is my one. Um, I actually have braces on, too. That's my mom, and this is my mom. What's her name? What was her name? Shantae. Shantae, okay. Is there anything that you would like to say to your siblings if if they're listening in? I know you have teenagers. They're probably still sleeping right now. What would you like to say to them? 
like, even when they don't know, like, they're my motivation. And I think we get so caught up in us being siblings, the tiff and tat, or sometimes, you know how siblings are? Yeah. Is they don't they don't know that they like really push me. I feel like they just see me as like, oh, that's my big sister, mm-hmm. rather than she's being a role model, but she's only being pushed because of y'all. Right. I know uh, when we were talking before the interview, you said something that your mom used to say, and now you're really feeling it now with your yeah. teenager. Tell us what did you tell me? <laughs> I probably like my ninth or tenth grade year in um in high school. I used to like walk around the house or. I'll say something that my mom wouldn't agree with, and I probably backfire. And she's like, "You don't get the last word." She'd be like, "Something like you're smelling yourself, like you're feeling yourself." I'm like, "I'm chilling. Like, what you talking about?" <laughs> but when I see it in my siblings now, I just be like, "Like, I know exactly what she was talking about." And they don't see it, so eventually they'll see it. But it's like I went through this same process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, another question, David. Yeah. So does that mean you feel like you had to mature at? Uh, a faster rate do you think that was harder for you it wasn't hard i think i've always matured like right. on time and i feel like taking care of my mom automatically instilled in my head that this is i I chose to be the role model when i was taking care of my mom like i went to the hospital with her and the doctors are saying like miss russell you might want to find somebody to like care for your two younger siblings i mean your two younger children and my mom was like crying and stuff you know you know what to do, and I was just like, Mom, well, can I take care of them? And she's like, you know, Nay, you still in school. So I feel like maturing is easy because I know this is the priority, school, siblings. You are an amazing young woman. I'm going to go to the right. board because you do have questions um, here. Um, did the cancer come back to another part of your mother's body? Any, or did this remain? You know, I, I don't know mm-hmm. about another part of her body. I think it did come it was more aggressive. I think the same spot more aggressive and it spread. It was like, like my mom had another chemotherapy and my stepdad, I wasn't there, I was in school, but my stepdad was telling me something about, they were saying that it's not a 100% chance that it will uh, like work like the other chemotherapy that she was on at first. Mm-hmm. But her body was getting so weak that she couldn't be on that aggressive chemotherapy that she was on at first. So it was like the chemotherapy stopped working. They put my mom on hospice and I was taking care of her. She'll have hospice come in and um, check her blood pressure, might give her some fluids. And there'll be times hospice couldn't come out because they didn't come out every day. They just sent the equipment. So I had to learn how to give my mom fluids. So hospice are walking through the process. Like I said, I was like my mom's primary like support as far as nursing. And yeah. Again, my condolences and, cond- and then just um, recommending, I mean, just, I don't even know the words to say because I'm just looking at you, just looking at your strength and just listening to all that's going through the hospice, school and everything. Your strength is um, commendable. Um, another one, my condolences. You are such a strong and driven young lady. You are such a blessing. Please take care of yourself because you're amazing. Um, raising your siblings, do you feel like you're missing out on any of your youth? No, not really. I um go out to eat with some of my friends. We might... Like, when I was on college campus, I would do stuff, so I plan to do that again. But I feel like my mindset is different from a lot of people my age. A lot of people want to have fun now. I'm I'm more like grinding now, get everything done now so I could chill and take trips and live and have the house built from the ground in the future. So my mindset is totally different. All right. David? 
Um, with your being mature, you said, um, and when the cancer came back for her, you didn't know immediately. But when you did find out, did you have that feeling that she was going to pass soon? No, I, I didn't really have that feeling. I remember because I actually screenshotted all the messages me and my mom had before, like, my phone. I got a new phone and stuff and just sent it to myself. But I remember the exact day she texted me. It had to be, like, it was, like, February the 4th, 2020, two days before my sister's birthday. That's how I remember it. But she was just like, nay, like, I got some bad news. And I'm like, yeah, like, what's wrong? And she's like, you know, the cancer came back. And I feel like it broke me in a sense. But I'm just, I always had that that passion that pushed my mom, motivated her. I'm like, mom, we're going to get through this. Like, what you need, like. And it was just that. How um how are you and your siblings really doing, like, as far as school supplies? Like, if someone wanted to support you and say, hey, we want to help Arnasia and her siblings, like, how can they do that? Are you receiving support that way as far as supplies? And how can we reach you? You can reach me by email mm-hmm. at russell 12 at com. Say it again slower. russell 12 at com. N-A-S-I-A. R-U-S-S-E-L-L-12 at gmail.com. Okay. And as far as school supplies and things, I feel like I saved up a lot of money to make sure they already had those things. But just like people say you can't go wrong with too many toiletries, they can't go wrong with too much school supplies because I feel like the school year is approaching and we don't know what to expect. Okay, but you know what? Like, I'm going to get you some stuff. Like, yeah, and yeah, your sisters are going to be um, honorary real girls. So we're going to get you some bags and shirts and things like that. So um, let's connect after the show. Um, David, do you have any last-minute questions for Arnasia? Yeah, did you feel like in-person school was better for them than virtual school? Definitely. I, I believe that to, like, the full extent. First of all, being so young, being social is very important at the age. Mm-hmm. My little brother, like like I said, he played the game. Every weekend we go to Kings Dominion. I might take them out. During the week we go for dinner or something like that. But they still don't have that social interaction with Got other you. friends and other people. So not even just academically, even though I could see him, it hurting him, him and my sister, they were, like, rejecting it with all that they were going through at that time. It was, like, rejecting it. I mean, we looking at a screen all day. And I, I feel like a lot of the teachers... I have conversations with the teachers because I had all of their, like, emails and contact information. And we'll have, like, Zooms and stuff. And, you know, a lot of them were like, like, please don't think that your brother is the only one that's being, like, wrongly affected by this. This is the whole system. He was like, they were like, he's doing actually very better than a lot of the kids. Because I feel like it hit home for everyone. Right. We do have one more um, last question on here. It says from Antonio, awesome work. Keep pushing ahead. Keep your bright light shining. Have you used any youth support systems or mentors? And I know Dr. Battle, I don't know if she's kind of like a mentor to you. Do you have any other um, mentors? I have a mentor. The one that um, did the research position with me, Dejor, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. my mentor also. Okay. As far as mentors for them, I would say... Yes. As far, as far as through the school years, I'm very connected with their teachers. So one of their teachers was like, well, one of my little brother's teachers, he's like, you know, let me ask your little brother if he'd like to go get ice cream or maybe we can do homework, like, at the park or something like that. So he experienced that. I feel like it's all about communication. Nobody knows what we're going through unless we talk about it. So it's like 
being as open as I can be with their teachers allows them to throw more support at me. So we're going to send, because I work with a lot of youth, I work with a lot of youth organizations, so I'm going to start sending you some support. If anyone else knows some support that you could send through, please put it in our feed, um, Antonio, um, anywhere else that we could rally around Arnasia. If you have any, you said toiletries, right, um, mm-hmm. that your, your siblings may need, please reach out to us at Beyond Surviving with Tammy so we can get it to Arnasia for back to school. Once again, Arnasia, how could they reach you? on all of your platforms. So you can reach me through my email. Also, you can reach me through my business websites. Like I said, Tay Jewels is the Instagram and Facebook. And you can reach me through, that's probably it. Thank you for being our guest today, David. Thank you for being our host. How can they reach you? Absolutely. Um, My name is T-H-E. D-L-O-M-A-X, The D-Lomax. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, anything really. Okay, thank you. Do you have any last-minute words, Arnasia? Again, no. What would, if, well, I'll do. If your mom was here right now, she's seeing you, what did you think she would be saying about you right now? I think she would be very proud. She would, she, she used to say to me sometimes, she'd be like, I don't even know how you got this smart. <laughs> she'd be like, I don't even know how you doing all this stuff that you're doing. She's so great. <laughs> so I feel like I was only 19 or 18 then. She would be totally amazed. She is completely amazed. Yeah. Well, we are. We are completely amazed. We are so proud of you. We are rooting for you. We are rooting for your siblings. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, empower, and support survivors. Our guest today was Arnasia Russell. Our co-host today was David Lomax. Tune in every Sunday right here at Rejoice 101.3 FM, 990 AM. Remember, your imperfection don't stop your greatness. See you next Sunday. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond Surviving with Tammy, where we recognize, support, and empower survivors. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor on the show, email us at beyondsurvivingtammy at gmail.com. See you next time right here on Rejoice 101.3 FM, 990 AM at 10 AM every Sunday. And remember, your imperfections don't stop your greatness. If anyone asks, you're listening to Rejoice, WREJ, Richmond, 101.3 FM, 990 AM. I'm a college student and could use advice about my student loan. I had to leave school and go to work. Now I have to pay back student loans for a degree I don't have. Fortunately, I found assistance. Back in college, I figured they wouldn't lend me more than I could easily pay back. 